Today's episode of the iPhone Photo Show was brought to you by our good friends at SmugMug. I've been a happy SmugMug customer for many years. I use it to run my website, to sell prints, to act as a virtual hard drive, and uh, so many other cool things, including unlimited backup. Give SmugMug a try. There's a free two-week trial at SmugMug.com. Also, SmugMug is offering a free one-year subscription to the winner of the January iPhone Photo Team contest. So please submit your photos at iPhone Photo Team. Submit as often as you like. The only rule is that if you've won in the past, you're going to have to wait 12 months to win again. With that... On with the show. Hey, everybody. It's Jefferson Graham. You're listening to the iPhone Photo Show, where today we have a very special guest, Rick Salmon. He is the noted photographer. He is one of the most prolific authors of photography books, with over 40 to his credit. He is an educator for Kelby One, as am I. And he has been shooting with a camera all his life, and lately... He's been talking a lot about the iPhone. So let's say hi to Rick. <laughs> well, I want to say hi to you. I want to say hi to the listeners. And I want to thank you. It's always fun talking with you. And someday we're going to get to play guitar live because, as Scott Kelby knows, you are a very accomplished, uh, well, photographer, <laughs> a podcaster, and musician. Well, well, thank you. Uh, we almost had our chance in Bosque del Apache, but just didn't pull it off, huh? Someday. Someday. Talk to me about the iPhone. You just started a new group uh, of iPhone photographers on Facebook. Tell everybody it's, about it. It's uh, it's called the Explorers of Life. And, you know, it's really about celebrating our lives, uh, Jefferson, you know, with the iPhone. I had a turning point. Susan and I went to Tanzania on safari back in November. And it was an amazing experience. And I had my 15 to 35 by 24 to 105. And I had, you know, my telephoto lens, you know, to take all these, you know, the telephoto lenses to take the the shots of distant animals. Well, I didn't take out my 24 to 105 or 15 to 35 at all. I shot all the wide angle shots, the landscapes, the close-ups of zooming in on the nearby animals with the iPhone. And, you know, that was the second turning point, I'd say, in my photographic life. Back in 2001, I went to Cuba and I had the first uh, Canon digital uh, S digital SLR. And I came back and I sold all my film cameras. So that was a, a major turning point. And now the phone, like I think it is for you, it's just so much fun. And it's so versatile. And you know, everything's in HDR all the time, right? But sometimes it'd be hard pressed to get a shot like that with a, a mirrorless or a digital SLR. Well, something you've been doing for many years is posting photos, close-ups of birds flying across the landscape. You do amazing shots uh, when you go to Bosque del Apache and uh, things like that. You can't do that on the iPhone. You definitely cannot do that unless the uh, the birds are close. So there's definitely uh, uh, a need for the telephoto lens, but for the medium telephoto lens and and also close-ups. I think you and I were talking about this. The iPhone doesn't have a macro lens in it. It doesn't have a close-up lens, but you can get so close. And what I do is I get close. And you know, one of the advantages, as you know, of using a, a macro, a true macro lens is that you can get very shallow depth of field. So in Snapseed, which is one of my uh, favorite apps, I go into Snapseed and I go into Lens Blur and I tap on the center, the, the part of the picture that I want sharp. And then I can control the aperture like after the fact. 
So I could, you know, shoot it with the great depth of field, like it always does, cause the, the lens and the and the image, then uh, the size of the image sensor. And then I could create this beautiful bokeh effect. It's, it's so much fun. Now, which iPhone did you bring to Tanzania? I had the 13, but okay. tomorrow I'm getting the 14. And I think that's going to be, do you have the 14? A uh, 14 Pro Max. I didn't get the Max. It was a little bigger, right? It's bigger. I like as much screen as I can see. Yeah. You know what? Scott Kelby was talking about that. I was watching one of his uh, presentations and he said, you know, the, the, the screen is so big, you can really see, you know, on the back of a, any mirrorless camera, right? Oh, it's bigger. It's bigger than any mirrorless camera. I know. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's twice the size. If Well, maybe maybe 40, 60% yeah. uh, bigger, right? Yeah. So, hey, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip it. What's your favorite app? <laughs> Uh, well, we haven't gotten apps yet, but we will. Okay. Uh, but, uh, first, I want to know more about the phone. So you you talked about how you shot on that first Canon digital camera, yeah. came back and sold all your film gear. Now, have you gone and sold all your mirrorless no. DSLRs? No. And are you no. going to? Uh, no, because, you know, like we were talking about, you need you need those uh, telephoto lenses. So I'm really enjoying the phone for the pictures. But I know you, you love it for the videos. I love it for both. I, you talked about versatility. So, um, you know, video, photos, time-lapse, slow-mo, HDR, uh, panoramas, you name it. I mean, there's burst. so much that you could do. Burst, burst mode. Burst, burst mode is amazing. So I had set up my camera. So, you know, the top volume button is now the, uh, the control for the burst mode. Uh, the other thing is, you know, just, Talking about the videos, we, Susan and I, for Kelby One, you mentioned Kelby One, which uh, I'm sure you uh, you feel is like the number one, you know, video educate online training site in the world. For you photography, some, yes. Yeah, yeah, you have some you have some great uh, classes there. I know you have some coming up, but the uh, Susan and I, we shot two classes for them with the digital SLR and the uh, and the uh, Sennheiser mic set, right, with all the wires and everything. Right. Now, I don't know if you use it. Do you use a little wireless? I know your viewers can't see what I'm holding up, but we have this little wireless setup, this Saramonic I, mic. I, I, I use the, the the Rode Wireless 2 Goes, the so wireless go-tos. Yeah, the best. And the and really interesting. So, you know, I swear, the, I've been doing this. I've been making videos since 2007, every yeah. day, every day. Okay. Yeah. So I've... I've done it all. I've used every microphone there is to be used. I've done every mistake that, that anybody could make. Yeah. And the best mic that I've ever used is the, the Rode. Rode Wireless Go 2s. They're little little mics that you can just stick on the lapel. And I've been watching some local TV recently on YouTube from San Francisco where, yeah. you know, that they're having these terrible rain, rainfalls. Um, yeah, you see it every day. But uh, yeah, people in California, yeah. we don't know about such stuff. And, I, and I've really been interested noticing that all the uh, TV people are now using the road mics for all yeah, their interviews these, these yeah. little things wow yeah. that's that's amazing well you know first time i put it i put it on i said okay this is clipped to my shirt it looks kind of funny and now like you say everyone's using them who yeah. wants to use all those wires right or, uh you know you used to walk up to women and i'd say hi do you mind if i stick this mic up your shirt right. i mean yeah, it was all very awkward right yeah now, and now you just yeah, you just snap it on do those mics have a, a automatic control? Because the ones I'm using are manual, and you have to adjust the gain. No, it's it it works out well, and you know, I use them with the iPhone, so I, I don't adjust anything. Wow, I know. Now, now I, when you were in Tanzania, what did you miss about uh, putting your finger on a traditional camera shutter? Anything? 
Well, for the telephoto shots, you know, I did. But I, I think the joy of just seeing it like right away and then believe it or not, in like places like Nagorogoro Crater, they have internet. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we're in Nagorogoro Crater and some of these other parks, Terengiri, uh, in the Serengeti, and we're taking pictures and we're posting them to Instagram. I mean, and I I I I'm a little hyper, as you probably know, and as your guests can probably tell. I take a shot, I go into Snapseed or uh you know, some other other app and, you know, fine tune it. I, you know, all the same principles, as you know, uh, uh, apply. So if I, if I'm taking a picture of like a landscape uh, and I, I always expose, my number one exposure tip is exposed for the highlights. So I touch the screen and then I move the slider up and down and, you know, I get that perfect or near perfect or best possible in the situation exposure that you have all these controls at your fingertips is just amazing yeah well i always tell people that you know if you treat your iphone like a professional camera you can get pro results you just have to think of traditional photography methods i think you i saw something you posted on facebook in in your group last night where you did an ansel adams picture on the iphone tell everybody about that yes well ansel adams was known for you know creating black and white pictures that that glow from within in one of his books called the print a lot of the same uh, uh, principles still apply. Here's a picture on the cover of a flower that seems to glow. So what I did is for this picture, I'll try to describe this picture of a beautiful flower. I took it in the portrait mode and I was I played around with the different settings. You know, there's there's the hard light, soft light and stage light, which is great for portraits. I set the camera to stage light mono. So what stage light mono did is it made the center really glow like a silver print and darkened around around the back. I did the same thing for this uh, Maasai woman that I photographed in Tanzania. So I would say the portrait mode uh, is just amazing. And playing around with stuff like stage light is is cool. And I think playing around is the key, right? Experimenting. You can, it's much easier to experiment on the, on the iPhone than in Lightroom than in Photoshop, I think. Oh, well, because you see the results so quickly, right? Right. Okay. Um, so that that was now. Do you did you feel, you know, one of the knocks against portrait mode is it's cool, it's fun, but you you're stuck within this automatic format and it's hard to tweak. Did were you able to tweak it to your specifications? Okay, this is a good question. <laughs> what I've been talking about lately uh, for all types of photography is uh, expression versus perfection. I was watching a Yo-Yo Ma, the Yo-Yo Ma masterclass. Do you watch any of the masterclasses? Like I have not, not seen it, but I love Yo-Yo Ma. Well, check check out the trailer. Check out the trailer for Yo-Yo Ma's masterclass. And in the trailer, he talks about that, you know, many years ago, he's playing a concert and he was playing it perfectly. He's getting every note right. He said he couldn't be playing it better. It was perfect. And he was bored out of his mind. And he said that's when he realized that he wasn't really expressing himself. So once he, the reason he's famous is because he expresses himself. Uh, it's really a wonderful masterclass. He's so likable. He's so lovable. I really recommend it. But in photography, getting back to your question, Jefferson, I'm really more into now, you know, uh, expression versus perfection. So yes, around the edges, it might not be perfect, but if I could create an image that expresses my feeling or the, at the moment, I think that's, that's a key in all types of photography. So I would, I would say, uh, 
you know, everything doesn't have to be perfectly exposed all the time. Everything does. You don't have to have the picture with the least amount of noise in it. You don't have to have, you know, perfect this or perfect that. So expression is saying, well, you know, in music, I listen to your music. You know, I, for your listeners, I used to give Jefferson challenges like fly me to the moon. I think I gave you once you played that nice jazzy style with expression. Well, thank you. Right. I, actually, my favorite guitar player, one of my favorite guitar players is a man named Walter Rodriguez Jr. Check him out on YouTube. Absolutely okay. amazing. And he he just gave a talk where he said, when you want to master a song and do your version of it, uh, learn the notes, but play them expressively. Uh, mm -hmm. Forget about the right way and wrong way. Just play them with emotion. And that's how you do a great cover of a tune and your version of a tune. So expression, which could also be applied to photography. What's the famous jazz bass player, Victor? Uh, Victor Wooten? Victor Wooten. I was watching his uh, one of his classes, and he, sa he says the same thing about a bass. He says, you pick up a bass, don't even worry about what notes you're playing. <laughs> play like, you know, ghost notes, where you just put a, a little, and just play. He says it'll sound great. Uh, happens to be my favorite bass player. No, so. Victor Wooten's amazing. See, yeah. this is why we have to get together. I play bass, you play guitar, I'll back you up. Okay. Fly me to the, fly me to the moon. I'll meet you in Florida. Um, okay. uh, Victor Wooten plays with Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones. So for any of those who are listening, who are not hip to Bela Fleck, <laughs> go check him out and do a search for Victor Wooten's solo version of Isn't She Lovely by okay. Stevie Wonder on YouTube will knock you out. And then the other one you want to see is him play Amazing Grace. And I know you all tuned in to hear about the iPhone and photography. <laughs> so uh, just a little music side side yeah. side note there. Rick, how does it feel to run around without giant cameras around your neck? Well, it feels great. But also, like if you go to a place like Africa, the weight restrictions on the plane are very, very strict. So I would suggest anyone go to Africa, yeah, definitely bring your telephoto lens. And maybe I, I actually brought a backup telephoto lens because those lenses are so important. But if you want to save weight, definitely uh, bring your iPhone in. And I actually saw someone without an iPhone case the other day. And they said, I don't need the case. Well, <laughs> I, I would not. You don't want your iPhone to crack or break, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's really funny. I, I spoke to one of the Apple execs who shall go nameless, and I asked him what rig he used on his iPhone. He said, nothing. I said, what about a what about a gimbal? He says, nothing. iPhones are made to be handheld. So well, keep that I'm in sure, mind. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. But uh, I've dropped my phone uh, twice in my life. Once is screenshotted and the other was okay. So, you know, accidents, accidents can. Uh, well, can I happen. think there's a difference between a case and a rig. Uh, so, you know, they, yeah. there's a lot of rigs that are sold. I, I actually have one that I like because it's from small rig. And the reason I like it is there's space for a light and for the microphone. And I just did some shot, shots in Palm Desert, which is near Palm Springs. Um, and I put a little light on me and really made a nice little difference. So, as oh, you know, you're into lighting. I'm into lighting, right? You know, well, lighting, lighting is the key, right? No light, yeah. no picture. <laughs> That's right. Um, let's. Let's talk about apps. Okay. Yep. So you, first of all, your app of choice, your number one app is? Well, my number one fun app is Snapseed. And on my phone, Susan put all, I would recommend this, uh, Susan put all my apps in a folder. So I have Distress FX, I have Snapseed, I have Dynamic Black and White, Photoshop Express, uh, Photo Room, which is kind of cool, Dark Room. I don't know if I mentioned Light Leaps. So anyway, 
I would say my favorite creative one is Distressed FX. You know, you could put all these beautiful textures in there. You could change the colors up and down. You could put birds in, which is what I do with some of my fr friends. We have a lot of fun because you can tell that the birds are fake, but it's fun. Talk about expression. Uh, but Snapseed, you know, Snapseed uh, is just amazing. The black and whites you could make, the way you could put a vignette in there anywhere you want the way you could blur the background the frames well, let's let's um let's do a day in the day in life of a photo you snap a photo in yep. your in your wherever you're out in the field and you snap yep. a photo and then you open up snapseed and you press the plus sign and it says yep. open up your your most recent shot yep. and then what do you do well actually i did exactly that we're in the very large array have you ever been there no well it's you know it's all these radio telescopes outside of socorro new mexico uh, they were in the movie uh, Contact with Jodie Foster. Oh, yeah, I was there. I was there. Yeah, it was on the, on my way to Pie Town. Okay, right. I saw Pie Town. That's very cool. So anyway, I shoot the pictures of the very large array, and I have one on my phone. Uh, and I, I go back to the car. I'm waiting for everyone. And in the car, I opened it in Snapseed, and I knew I wanted to do a black and white. So I went into a black and white. And then in black and white, you could play around with the different tonings. You could preserve the highlights. Uh, you could preserve the, the shadows. You could increase the contrast. And just, you know, in black and white, as you know, as Ansel Adam knows, contrast is king, usually. So I was making a very contrasty picture. And then I put a frame on it. And I would say, without exaggeration, I would say within about a minute, I had it uh, posted on uh, Instagram. Um, a minute. Yeah, even though the reception is very poor where you were. <laughs> well, we, I was back in the car because you're not allowed. You're right. You're not allowed to have your iPhone on inside the VLA. So this was in the parking lot. Right. Okay. So I know. Yeah. Um, you you were doing Lightroom on the computer for a long time as well. Yeah, right? I still do. Well, I, I I because of the workshops, I had to learn Lightroom, but I still use Photoshop more than uh well, basically camera raw, which is the same as Lightroom, except for the organization business and the libraries. Okay, so, so Snap Snapseed, my thing is to go crazy. If I see a cloud, I know it's a Snapseed day. And first thing yeah. I do is click on HDR mm -hmm. and then the drama. Those are the two uh, ah. the two effects that I really love. And then they, it gets wild. It, it really darkens the sky in, in an amazing way. What other apps are you enjoying? You So it's Distressed and Snapseed. Yeah, distressed FX is uh, is really good. I'm looking at my folder here. Um, I would say those are the two I I, I use the uh, use the most. Light leaps lets you put in like starbursts. That's kind of a fun app. Oily <laughs> is fun. Uh, o l l i. Oily is fun. It makes it look like a cartoon. But you know, I I do two things. Sometimes I like to have fun, and sometimes I like to create an artistic picture, like you were talking about the flower taken in the portrait mode. But What's the your... action... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, the, how about the editor in, in the uh, the native editor in the I iPhone? Know. In, in the Photos app, it's great. It's great. It's great. So yeah. that, that's one that, you know, people don't usually talk about, Jefferson, but that... It's been improved, right? I mean, it's been yeah, greatly well, improved. They say, what's your favorite app? I say, it's the Photos app. That's the one I use the most often. I start there. And if I want to yeah. go to another level, I prefer... Light, I like Lightroom. Uh, yep. Lightroom Mobile, that's my my favorite app um, with the masking and the darkening of the skies mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. But, you know, they're both free. Lightroom Mobile is free and yep. uh, Snapseed is free. What's your workflow to getting your pictures off the phone into the computer? 
Uh, I basically use AirDrop. Actually, not basically. I always use AirDrop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, AirDrop, that's another thing. Who would have thought, Jefferson, when we started photography with films that you magically be able to send your, your picture from your phone, from a device in one hand to your computer? Yeah, in seconds. That, I know. That's what I do. And somebody wrote to me um, yesterday and said, well, why aren't you putting the photos into the Lightroom mobile app mm -hmm. and then syncing from the Lightroom mobile app to your to your computer? And it was like, that's too many steps. And then when I've, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when I plugged a cable and tried to import directly into Lightroom, it wants to import everything. And if well, I do I airdrop, I'll just select what I want. Right. And then you keep those pictures in a folder. And that's what I do. But to that person who wrote you the letter, here, here's what I would say. I would say that there's a joke. Of, well, there's a joke about uh, Photoshop instructors. And the joke is, how many Photoshop instructors does it take to change a light bulb? Well, the answer is one and 99 others to show you his or her own technique. So it's the same thing with the iPhone. You know, what's the best technique? Well, there's one technique, but there's 99 other ways to show you. Right. Yeah, it's the way that I like to do it. Uh, right, so. it's it's and and one way isn't right, one way isn't wrong. You know, whatever whatever works, whatever works for you. Yeah, this speaking of, like Adobe Bridge, a friend called me the other day and he said that he uses Adobe Bridge and I said I use Lightroom and he goes, "Oh, you have to use Bridge. You have to use Bridge. It's so much better." <laughs> I said, "Don't even bother telling me cuz I'm not going to do it. I like Lightroom. I use it every day and I'm sticking with what I got." And well, that's me. Uh, well, uh, 30 years ago, I was into reading these self-help books, and I found one that said, this is the only way to do this thing. And I remember ripping that book in half outside of Grand Central Station in New York and putting it in the trash. This is before recycling. Because yeah. <laughs> I said, there's, anyone who tells you there's only one way to do anything is, is kind of closed-minded. Now, do you edit on the computer or do you edit everything on the phone? Uh, all, all my iPhone pictures I'm editing on the phone. Uh, if I... You know, sometimes, again, because I'm hyper, and if I'm outside and it's bright or if I have my tinted uh, glasses on, you know, I'll look at it on the computer, say it looks a little dark, a little light, or I might want to recrop it. So as long as, you know, it's ever easier, you know, but usually I would say, uh, I would say most of the time I'm happy. And then I, I was also thinking about th this, Jefferson, about the, the wide angle pictures that I'm taking. I would say 95% of the time, I'm 100% happy with the pictures, meaning that that other 5%, maybe if I had a, a mirrorless camera and a $2,000 lens, I would have gotten a little more detail or I could have made a bigger print or the highlights might have looked a little better. But again, for 95% of the time, I'm 100% happy with my pictures. Okay, I have to say that as great as the pictures look on the iPhone screen, they, they look better on my Mac. So I need to see them on the bigger computer to really study them before they go to the next level beyond posting on social media, which, and sometimes I've posted on social media and then I've looked on my computer and I go, yeah, you know, so I think it's important to see them big. Let me ask you about prints. One of the knocks about the phone is, oh, it's just a, it's just a, you know, a phone pick. It's not a real camera pick and you can't <laughs> blow it up and you can't make a print of it. And, you know, it's fine for social media, but that's it. What's your take? Uh, I have it. I have on my office over here. I have a, a, a 17 by 22 inch print that I made from the, uh, from the iPhone. And is a stock agency going to buy that? I, I might say no, but if the stock agencies knows how to use gigapixel, right? Gigapixel is amazing. 
right? We, could... we, we had a Getty photographer on last week who he's got 65,000 photos uh, with Getty and many of them are shot on the iPhone. I so. know, I know. So I think that, and actually getting back to your question about the computer, I forgot about this. Sometimes in a low light situation, although the noise is much better on the new iPhone, Jefferson, as you know, um, if a picture's a little noisy, I will go into Topaz a denoise. I guess I could have it on my phone, but I haven't put it there yet. Okay. Let's tell everybody about Rick Salmon. So over 40 books. And yeah. what was the bestseller? What's the the the, the, the big book that would be, that that should be mentioned here? The big book I have I it was released uh, last year. Uh, it has a funny title. It's called uh, How to Make Money While You're Sleeping. And it's a it's a, it's called How to Make Money While You're Sleeping: A Photographer's Guide to Passive Income, and it has no pictures in it. And I got the idea because I was uh, on Twitter, and I saw a quote from Warren Buffett. Uh, and the quote was, if you don't learn how to make money while you're sleeping, you're going to work until you're dead. And that really struck a point with me because that's what passive income is all about. That's why you write a book and 10 years from now, you can be making money on that. Or you do a Kelby One class or affiliate programs. You know, the affiliate programs, uh, I know people who make a fortune just with affiliate programs, getting a small percentage from a product sold on Amazon or a uh, or Adorama or BNH, or all the plugin companies have, including Distress FX that we mentioned, have um, have affiliate programs. So this book was a, uh, it's amazing. It was uh, number one when it came out and hit number one three or four times in the first year. So it's called How to Make. It's funny, uh, How to Make Money While You're Sleeping. Because and that, that's your best selling book of all the, the forty. That plus is books. my best. It's I published it myself on Amazon, and you know, with my other book publishers, you, you get a. Well, you don't even get an advance anymore. You used to get a big advance. You get like a, a royalty. When you publish a book on Amazon, I have four books that I self-published on Amazon. One that you contributed to, a photo quest, uh, discovering your artistic voice and photo therapy motivation. And motivation. These were all published on Amazon, but Amazon gives you 70% on wow. a paperback, 70% on the ebook and 60% on, on, on the Kindle version. Which could be read on any on the iPhone, right? So, how many copies did you sell of of the uh, while you're sleeping? Well, I never tell anybody uh, that because when pe I ask people, you know, what'd you get for this? I don't believe what they say because people usually exaggerate. Mm -hmm. But all I can say is, uh, I, I, I I could buy. Uh, I'm almost set to buy uh, a few more guitars. <laughs> okay, you sold more than one copy. <laughs> oh, I sold a ton of copies. It's and what's great about the Kindle thing. You could check every second, you know, oh, wow. as soon as someone buys it. So I don't do that. In the beginning, I check a lot, but I check in the morning and the afternoon. And it shows you like all the books compared. So if a book's not selling, I'll go on Twitter and I'll and I'll mention this. Uh, actually, I did this uh, the day before Father's Day. I saw a book wasn't selling and I promoted it. And then I saw a few hours later, because you can see the, the, uh, the bar charts and the graphs and the scales. It's amazing. So social okay. media is just so cool. Kelby One, what has been your most viewed class there? The viewed class, the most viewed class there. I have 41 classes there, including wow. the, the live classes. Susan and I, you know, I'm a photographer, but I'm also like you, a business person. And Susan and I in the office where I'm talking to you now, you know, right behind me, we did a class, how to run a successful photo business. So that was, that was very popular, but, uh, Actually, more popular than that, you know, 
I've been around the world, 100 countries, fortunately. Um, it was how to take pictures in your backyard, basically in your neighborhood, in your hometown. So we went to the New Croton Dam, where I hope if you come here, you can stay in our guest room and we can play guitar. I'll take it to the New Croton Dam. But I talked about that we don't have to go to Tanzania or uh, Antarctica to get great pictures. It's funny because I gave myself that assignment. Uh, I live in Manhattan Beach, California, one of mm -hmm. the be most beautiful Southern California beach communities. Mm -hmm. And I'm uh, uh, rightly or wrongly, I am known for posting pictures of our beloved pier. I know and, that. And the, and the lifeguard tower. And I, so I, the assignment was go photograph Manhattan Beach. Everything that says Manhattan Beach to you, that's not the pier, that's not the beach, that's not the lifeguard tower. And I came up with a hundred shots that I think were pretty good. Well, that's because you challenge yourself. And what I say is this. You want to get good at, at composition. You want to get good at processing. You want to get good at photography. Go back like I do to the like the Croton Dam over and over in all different types of weather at different times of the day. And promise yourself you're not going to come back without a different picture. You know? Yeah. Now, on Kelby 1, another thing that brings us uh, full circle here, my most viewed class mm -hmm was photographing Route 66. Oh, and I know you, that road. And you wrote the book about photographing yeah. Route 66. Well, you know, it's it's iconic, right? And yeah. didn't you love Route 66? I loved it, but I only did Arizona. So I only did Arizona because, and that was a full hour on Arizona yeah. alone. And I, I hardly scratched the surface, right? And, and there's New Mexico and Oklahoma and Texas and Missouri and Illinois. So there's a lot more to do. Okay, I have an idea. Yeah, we go back. We go back, you and I, and we can bring our wives, and we just shoot Route sixty six uh, on the iPhone. Yes, right. Yes. Okay, because uh, Tucumcari, New, the New Mexico places are amazing. So uh, if people want to go. What we did is we flew to Albuquerque, we hung around there, and then we drove west through, um, uh, and we wound up in Vegas. Okay. And it was really a cool thing. Okay, we have to we have to plan. Yeah, that so we're out. gonna we're gonna rent a convertible, and, rent right, and then we'll take turns. Uh, yeah. You and Susan in the front, me and Ruth yeah. in the back, for, and yeah. then the next day we'll switch. Right. Remember Thelma and Louise? Yes. So we'll be like Jefferson and Rick. Yeah, but we're not gonna go fly off a canyon. No, no. <laughs> right. Okay, well, that sounds great. So stay tuned for that. We will fill you in on our progress, yes. hopefully this spring. Meanwhile, Rick, tell everybody how to see your amazing work. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I would say they could see everything I do at Rick Salmon, S-A-M-M-O-N. It sounds like the fish, but Rick, Rick Salmon, uh, ricksalmon.com. Okay, and then the new Facebook group. Yeah, the Explorers of Life, uh, because I'm, it's really about exploring life. Uh, they could just go on, on Facebook. The I, on the iPhone. On the, it's an iPhone photography group. Well, people are, are posting smartphone pictures there, too, <laughs> okay. which is fine. But, um, yeah, yeah, that is it's amazing. I only started it less than a week ago from the day we're speaking, and we have over 200 members. Or We don't have like half a million followers like you do on YouTube. And congratulations on that, my friend. YouTube and the newsletter and the podcast. We combine it all together. Yes. Oh, it's amazing. You're doing great. Oh, thank I you. Th I remember you won, young man. Yeah. Uh, thanks half a billion. Yes. Okay. Because the saying is thanks a million, right? Yeah, yeah. Thanks half a million. I right. Used to thanks say. half a million. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also look for you at Kelby One. Yes. Uh, uh, 
I'm going to have like you are, we have some new classes coming up, which is going to be exciting. And uh, this is a great place to learn and you could try it, you know, for a month, you don't have to sign up for the year, but my guess is I think he has, Scott has more than 800 classes there, everything from the iPhone to super advanced Photoshop stuff. So it's really a cool place to learn. You can find me jeffersongram.net. Look for me on Instagram and Twitter at jeffersongram. Be sure to check me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. And please subscribe to the newsletter, jeffersongram.substack.com. Is that enough for you? Meanwhile, stay tuned, and uh, we'll be back with you next week with another edition of the iPhone Photo Show.